After the ensuing mental breakdowns of Godzilla 98, our heroes have ventured onto a new challenge, going through the entire Star Wars saga. Coming to you from a galaxy far, far away, this is Star Wars Month on The Discount Bin. Hey, welcome back to the Discount Bin. As you know, we are running Star Wars Month here at the shop, and to finish off this month, we are taking a look at the worst thing to happen to cinematography, the Star Wars sequels. G-Money, let's start off with you. So, I like these movies. You're already wrong. You're, <laughs> you're already wrong. Your opinion I, I know stinks. that that's a hot take. Um, <laughs> let me just start by saying that I didn't really grow up with the other movies. I'm pretty sure I said this in the other episodes, but Star Wars was never really big for me. I'm not too big on space fantasy. But after graduating high school, the Star Wars movies were, like episode 7, 8, and 9, were movies that I got to go see in theaters with my friends every Christmas. And that was a really cool feeling because I got to be surrounded not only by my friends, but by a bunch of people who were actually passionate for Star Wars as a whole. And I know that these movies do have a lot of problems, and I also have a lot of problems with these movies, but I still like them from the entertainment that they bring and from okay writing at times, uh, not episode eight at all. But let's start with episode seven the force awakens so this movie i remember when i went to go see it in theaters the first time and the only time before watching it with uh, kellen and tanner i understood that it was trying to be a very large homage to episode four and it was trying very hard to just piggyback off of that success and show you how things have changed um ray is an interesting character in this movie she's you know, shown to be the main character and to be like this new age version of Luke for a younger audience. You've got Finn, uh, a character whose story started off just so interesting and then ended up not going anywhere. It's it great payoff. Wow. You, you know, you have uh, Poe, the Han Solo stand-in because you need to have a funny guy who can fly a ship. And Kylo Ren, the stand-in for Darth Vader, who was just very pissy child who was never told no in a Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good way to put it. I like that. Yeah. What do you guys think? This this out of the the sequel trilogy, th I keep saying this, but this is the only one I deem watchable because at least it does like it's the first movie in a in a trilogy, so you're at least seeing these things for the first time and like you it's kind of hard to go it's it's kind of hard to make something bad when you're coming up with uh with an entirely new story even though this isn't really an entirely new story this just kind of flows off of the old sequels or the old trilogy but at least it it sort of at least feels like a, a modern day star wars movie like the introduction to ray was good like we see how she is it sets up her character well. We see Finn, which, yeah, G-Money, you said that he could have been a really interesting character, but then they just kind of, like, you know, made him, uh, you know, token black character. But uh, anyways. That's a topic for I, later. Yeah. <laughs> that that we, we'll, we'll probably get into more detail with that. But, like, Disney had it. They could have had something great. They could have had a great trilogy here. They have the means to do it. Like, these movies look great. The CGI, like, even though practical effects are much, like, I would, I will always be more, like, uh, into practical effects. But when, the, when Disney has the CGI that they do have in this day and age, it looks great. Like, mm -hmm. the, the spaceship battles are, are fantastic to watch. Like, I'm a very big visual guy. I like to see what's happening on the screen. And if it looks nice... I kind of, I like that. So, so when, <laughs> yo, when, I love it when my movie doesn't look like shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like when I get to see star Wars in like this kind of quality, it's great. It's just that that's all it has for the entire trilogy. At least I shouldn't be going this far off tangent into like the entire thing, but like, uh, Substance. yeah, but this movie could have set up something good it tried to it it definitely tried to 
But then the directors got flipped and then it went downhill because like I could still go back and watch this movie and be like, yeah, I mean, it, it's fine. It's got some cool stuff. They kind of rely a lot on like nostalgia and like bringing back old characters. So but much I mean, on nostalgia. But I mean, it's it's cool. Like Poe is funny. <laughs> yeah, Finn is funny. Oh, and hell Finn yeah. Great. Yeah, especially together. That was like just the bromance that you have between them is one of the best reasons to watch that movie. Also, they had to bring in a droid because, you know, obligatory, obligatory droid comedy. Because we need to sell toys. Exactly. Yeah. And like BB-8, like it's just trying to be art. They just wanted to make R2-D2 2.0. Yeah. And it worked. Like, you know, he like, did it yeah. though. Did like, it though. Realistically, it kind of worked. But it's just that it's not interesting enough. Like, it's just R2-D2 2.0. They should have did something sort of different. At least to make him stand out. Listen, guys, there's only one redeeming thing about BB-8, and that is that he was extraordinarily overpowered in Star Wars Battlefront 2. All right? Everything else about BB-8 was absolute doo-doo fart. The important thing about BB-8 is that he's a soccer ball. (laughs) He's a sphere. This man round. (laughs) They see me rolling. I went and I saw this movie in theaters. I remember sitting down and being like super excited. I'd seen all the trailers and I was really hyped for this movie. As I've said over our last few episodes, I am a huge Star Wars fan. Like I'm a giant nerd about anything Star Wars. And... My emotions when the movie started were like like a child watching uh, like their favorite movie for the first time. I was captivated. I was in awe of the special effects, the cast. I was blown away when it started. But by the time the movie ended, I remember almost trying to convince myself that I enjoyed it more than I did. Because I remember being like, it was great, but... It was just a new hope, copy and pasted. So, did it set things up well? Yeah, to an extent, I think it did. I was most excited, and I I, I stand by this. Watching that movie, the character I'm still most excited about is Finn. I Ray reminds me too much of the same problems Luke had in A New Hope. Too whiny, too bland, too uninteresting. But but Finn was different because we'd never really seen the stormtrooper side of things, let alone someone who had PTSD and escaped the stormtroopers because of what they saw. And I remember the, the first time I saw Kylo Ren stop Poe's uh, blaster shot with the force and like in the theater, I was losing my mind over we'd never seen a force user who could stop a projectile like that. They could right. always deflect them or or take the impact, but no one could stop a shot before. So they set up a few of their characters really well. My problem with this movie, and I, I'm trying to look at it just from a film standpoint, not from a series standpoint, is like we've already talked about. It relies way too much on, hey, remember this? Hey, remember that? Here's another throwback. Do 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 do. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it it's to the detriment of the movie because it it takes you out of I'm watching a Star Wars movie. Like, how do I put this? It, it it takes you out of I'm watching a story and puts you into the mindset of I'm watching a Star Wars movie, like in a theater. It's not I'm watching a film. It's all oh, right. Star Wars movie. Money. Nostalgia. Don't get me wrong. I, I loved seeing uh, Han Solo and Chewbacca back. But I even back then remember being a little iffy on it. I do like. And this is something I want your guys' thoughts on. I liked that they killed off Han Solo because I was worried that we would just be watching the same three movies over again. So to have that dynamic change from the original trio of Luke, Leia, and Han 
to now Han's dead and we don't know where Luke is. That really added uh, some great storytelling for me. What'd you guys think about, you know, Kylo killing Solo? If we got the same three movies over again, that would have been so much better than what we actually got. (laughs) (laughs) Like when I saw, when I first saw Kylo Ren kill Han Solo, I was kind of like, oh, well, that kind of stinks, doesn't it? Yeah. But like, like I wanted, and it it really didn't hit me that hard because like when I want when I would see these new movies, I wanted to see a new take on Star Wars. I wanted to see new characters. I wanted to see them. So when Han Solo and Chewie came back, I was like, oh, hey, they just they're old now, and and then they get or well, Chewie doesn't get killed off, but like Chewie sticks around, and that's just kind of like another nostalgia like point that they had to include. But I, I, know, mean, I, 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 I don't I, know about that. I would argue Chewbacca plays a pretty vital role in this and the next movie. Um, I don't remember I, okay, much well, of the next on. movie. I wouldn't say vital. Like, <laughs> well, he's maybe there. vital. Maybe vital is a bit far. But I, I think that I think it showed us a new face of Chewbacca. Like it, it painted him in a way we hadn't seen before. Whereas prior to the death of Han Solo, it was just Chewbacca, Waka Waka. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, because that's that was all they funny. needed with him, right? They didn't need to treat him as a character. It's why he never got a medal in Episode Six. Shut but up! I I know, and like I know it's stupid, and I know it's an internet meme, but that's why they give him a medal in eight or nine, whenever he gets the medal, and they're like, "Oh, we finally did the thing." Um, speaking of like internet culture with these movies, do you guys remember when Episode Seven came out, and you couldn't open the internet without someone spamming? Han Solo dies. I actually have a funny story about that. Um, I'm never going to be able to find it. I I wish I could so that I could read for you exactly what I wrote. Um, But I remember I was posting, I was so excited for these movies and avoided social media so hard that I can remember posting like daily photos of like just Star Wars characters, like not main characters, but like a stormtrooper in the forest. And I'd be like, daily update number seven. I've survived another day, but the internet wastelands are getting worse. Like just talking about how like hard it was to avoid spoilers. Um, I did that for like a week until I was finally able to go see the movie. I don't remember much from 2015. So I'm a, I'll put that out there now because like, yeah, I like I didn't even go see this movie in the theater. Like at that time, I still hadn't gotten into like like I had seen the Star Wars movies, but I hadn't hadn't gotten into them. Right. So like right. I, I didn't go see it in theaters. So it was in just what? Kind of, sorry. Theaters. 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 There you go. Cinemas. The big screen. Shazam. The movie. <laughs> Uh, I I want to talk about something with episode 7 because I know that you guys disagree with me Um, I really like Kylo Ren in this movie I think that he's a cool villain Um, he's not Darth Vader but from a story point of view they're trying to make him want to be Darth Vader but I still find it really stupid that he has Darth Vader's helmet or skull or whatever it is it was just his helmet okay and they're just like, yes, like, you can tell me what I need to do to be evil. Like, first off, why did he have it? How did he get it? Why do you not know that your dad was the one who, or sorry, not your dad, your uncle, was the one who helped overthrow the Empire? And why do you not know that your dad was originally, fuck, uh, your uncle was originally a Jedi? What it do you mean originally? Kind of Luke was always a Jedi. Sorry, great uncle then whatever whatever are you thinking of his anakin grandfather yes thank you bro anakin is leia's dad he's his grandfather sorry family connections not clicking this dude right said now. uncle <laughs> uncle great i whatever his grandfather then um he just it like the connection for him is very one-sided and it feels like he's forcing himself to just be evil because he has this mask in front of him and that's kind of lame I wouldn't disagree on like, like I, I thought Kylo Ren was cool. Like he, he could have been a great Sith, but he just got whiny and angsty and you know, like, oh, the, the prisoner escaped, got to tear up this room. Cause I'm so angry. 
you know it, it gotta gotta yeah. use my helmet and punch this elevator yeah gotta punch a hole through the drywall where's my monster energy drink uh, that's just I how mean, it felt he was very angsty he didn't there wasn't a lot of like how should i say this there, there wasn't a lot of genuine he didn't feel like a sith he just felt angry he just looked angry and done I, with i shit. kept trying to say this when we were watching it but in episode seven like it's like i said earlier he is literally just a child who was never told no and that's the whole character that they try and give him in episode seven so in episode eight ryan johnson had to be like oh fuck he doesn't have a character we should do something about that and then just <laughs> made him worse oh yeah i mean okay here's my thing with kylo ren the first movie uh i agree i really liked kylo at first um my problem with the first movie, and I even said this while we watched, is I wasn't always a fan of Adam Driver's performance because I felt like he wasn't playing a dark, brooding Sith Lord. I feel like he was just like, OK, I got to be angry. And Adam Driver plays the same like like his portrayal of anger is the same in every movie he's ever been in. Um so I, I think for me personally, it was just a bit more of a problem with Adam Driver's performance than it was necessarily the character. But no, like they, you're you're totally spot on, G-Money. In this movie, they built Kylo Ren up to be a fucking badass. Like they showed you his force capabilities from the get go. They showed you his. I still think it's stupid, but a lot of people thought his really cool lightsaber. Um, oh, lightsaber. I still don't, but it's fine. Um I like I think they had some good development there. It, they just kind of dropped off throughout the rest of the movies. So I don't disagree that in this movie, Kylo Ren was cool. They just really dropped the ball on him across the trilogy, I think. And I want to get your guys takes on this. I think easily the least interesting character in this movie is Ray. I don't find her interesting. She's just a copy paste of what Luke was in the first movie. The difference is she's less interesting because she doesn't meet Obi-Wan Kenobi. She doesn't meet a force user. She meets fucking token black character who at the time wasn't token. Don't get me wrong. I, I love Finn in this movie, but they had him. They had her meet Finn and then they had her meet Han Solo and then Bapo. Bay, the movie's over. But she had that really nice moment with Han Solo where he got to be a dad for her. And then she was like, wow, this is my dad. Oh, no, your He's real son dead. is killing you. My dad. Also, every other Jedi in existence had to go through like extensive training to become a force user. Whereas Rey just was like, you know what? I can mind control people. What if I just did it? Yeah. What if I just uh, use the force? <laughs> I think that just about covers it for episode seven. Kellen, I would love to hear what you think about episode eight. Well, before we move on to episode eight, uh, where are you guys ranking this movie? Oh, right. I would put episode seven, The Force Awakens. This is a mid shelf. I would probably, if I'm going to go out of 10, it would be a six. And people are going to look back and be like, but you gave a new hope a six. I'm going back and I'm going to retract that statement and say New Hope is a seven because that, yeah, A New Hope triumphs over this. It's just, and like you guys said, it is New Hope, but copied paste, except New Hope, yeah. A New Hope did it better because it was the first. I would agree. Um, I'm giving this movie a six out of 10 as well. Uh, I will say that. There's nothing wrong with this movie. Like watching it, the only reason I get upset is because I know what's coming. But <laughs> as its own film, this is a fine Star Wars movie. Like like we've said, it, it is just a copy paste of A New Hope. But that doesn't mean it's bad. Um, I think it's still an enjoyable watch. I still had a good time watching it even now. Like G Money and Tanner, you guys can attest to the amount of times I was like, man, this really could have been good. Yeah, um, and it could have. It really could've. it absolutely could have. So for this movie specifically, I'm I'm also giving it a mid shelf. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just depressing to watch knowing what was to come. <laughs> uh, so I put it on the top shelf. Bruh. It's an it, it's an eight out of ten for me. Are you joking? No, like I I agree with you, but I also disagree with you. 
I like watching this movie for the aspect of what could have happened, right? The idea and the outline for what this trilogy could have been is amazing. But what we got is horrible. I, like, actually horrible. But I still really enjoy, like, like watching this movie and sitting down and watching it with you guys as much as you were both in a bit of agony watching it. And I know that there's some campiness to it and some lameness. It was still enjoyable for me because... I liked the idea of what was going to happen. <laughs> oh, oh, we're really going to disagree as this continues. With that said, I am not starting this one off because I have a lot to say about this one. So I I'm going to throw to you guys. Uh, wh who wants to start? I'll start. With... This, I'll start this one off. Okay. OK, Tanner, please tell the audience listening at home all about episode Eight. I'm going to start because I probably have the least to say because I just can't care. I just don't care. <laughs> uh, we started watching this movie and we didn't finish it. We didn't even finish we it. We got halfway through and we ended it. <laughs> and before that, and before that, I had only seen the movie once. So like any point past the one hour mark, I actually don't remember. So <laughs> this is going to be up to you guys. Um, but everything that we did see up to that, up to that uh, midpoint sucked so bad it stunk like i'm gonna say this again but visually it was cool that's that's it that's all i'm that's all i can praise it that that's literally all it's got going for it the scene where leia is sucked out into the vacuum of space and then starts <laughs> fucking flying oh enrages me i i like to believe that whoever was in charge of that scene just like had the mp4 file open in <laughs> premiere pro and then just dragged leia's like still frame across the screen and was like perfect leia.jp i'm making art yeah this everything i was so bored throughout this entire movie and when we and we saw when we saw luke skywalker and ray hands him the lightsaber and he just tosses it over his shoulder that made me mad because from what we saw Luke in the original trilogy, there was no way in hell he would just re retrieve his lightsaber and then just be like, yeah, who cares? Like, <laughs> dunk on this one, eh, boys? But <laughs> there's so many, there's, there's so much stuff that just made, that just made me go, man, where did it go wrong? Like, in what point of the writing process did someone think, yeah, this makes a good sequel. This makes a good Star Wars movie. This stunk. Do you money? Okay. So we've had a week to sit and process what this movie is. Um, I, I haven't talked at all about the director for episode seven, J.J. Abrams, and I will wait to do that until episode nine. Um, I hate the man who directed this movie. I really don't like Ryan Johnson. And off of what Tanner said, of the hour that we rewatched of this movie, the first half of it, I guess, I really like the opening. I liked the uh, the scene that has Poe, like, goofing with Commander Hux and, like, calling him Hugs. Like, that was lame, and it went on a little long. But the actual, like fight scene the the explosions the chase that was all great and then we had to cut to um rose's twin sister in that really long bomb dropping scene and i wanted to shut the movie off at that point because i was just bored with how long that dragged on and i also knew what was coming in this movie uh i also really hate the, the stupid lightsaber throwing with Luke, especially having rewatched all of the movies up to that point. That's not at all how that should have happened. Um, haha, funny milk scene. <laughs> that had to happen for reasons. The, the part of this movie that really bugs me, uh, besides actually, there's a lot of things that bug me in this movie. Um, the pink haired or the purple haired Admiral, for the resistance who refuses to tell poe anything is so stupid and so pointless i don't understand why they thought it was necessary to just hide that information behind like this weird plot whatever 
the entire subplot that had to do with Finn and Rose going to that stupid casino planet <laughs> that was half an hour of the runtime. That's where we ended. We ended at when the that's that's yeah. where we stopped. That's right. Because it was too much. It was honestly so pointless. There was no reason for it. It it all could have been avoided. I have I have a lot of problems with this movie, but speaking as a Star Wars fan, like as a as a Star Wars fan who who loves this franchise, my biggest problem isn't just the fact that the story was weak. It isn't the fact that they made Finn, even though this does very upset me, make Finn made Finn just a token black character. It isn't the fact that they gave us a stupid, pointless fucking scene in fucking casino land. It's what they did to Luke. And, you know, Mark Hamill himself has said that he was very frustrated with the way they depicted Luke in these movies. And I can completely see why Luke in the original movies was all about hope. He was the symbol of there's always hope. There's always good in someone. And yet he says multiple times in this movie, there's no hope for Kylo Ren. There's no good left in him. The universe is doomed. The Jedi should die. Like, the, that's not Luke Skywalker. Luke became a doomer. <laughs> it's just like it, it. It was very hard to sit through that. Like, as if the rest of the movie wasn't hard enough, it was hard for me as a Star Wars fan to believe that anybody could find a way to turn Luke from, no, there's goodness in Darth Vader, a, a character who is the most evil person in the planet outside, or in the universe, sorry, outside of Sidious, and Luke went, no, I sense good in him, to, nope, everything's fucked. Call it a wrap. This sucks. Everything sucks. Uh, lightsaber like, sucks. Ray, you suck. Uh, living on doo-doo <laughs> fart milk boob planet. I, no, I, I just realized what happened. He had one look at Kylo Ren or like Ben Solo and saw that he was listening to Paramore and he's like, there's no hope left in the universe. <laughs> but like it, it was very hard. And, and the way they describe Kylo going bad was so weak. For me, like saying one day Luke went into his house and saw darkness and went, I got to kill this motherfucker. Like, I get that the way they were pitching it was Luke saw the future and saw a chance that Kylo became the ultimate evil. But again, Luke's whole character is there's always hope. There's always a chance at redemption. So I have a very, very hard time believing that Luke Skywalker would go, yeah, I got to kill this fool. Rip. R.I.P. You know, so for me, like the, the most frustrating part of this movie was was Luke. And I, I get why Mark Hamill was so upset with the depiction because they ruined the character. That's why I don't consider these movies canon. They don't add anything to the Star Wars universe. But more importantly, they they take away from the most important character in Star Wars. And that's Luke. As for the rest of the movie, don't get me wrong. It's still all dog shit. The fucking connection between Rey and Kylo where they randomly start seeing each other and they touch hands. Like, did that start in I this hated movie? It. Did, did that start in That was this eight? movie. That sure was this oh. movie. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Because I know that you're going to go off on this, so I want to say my piece first. Your piece is wrong. Um, I already know what you're going to say, and I would like everyone who's listening to this to just know everything G-Money is about to say is wrong. It is my personal opinion. I like the connection between Rey and uh, Kylo. I do think it's very forced, and I still blame 90% of that on Ryan Johnson, and I will continue to blame him for all of my issues when it comes to Star Wars. Um, but I really like the way that it was handled. I know that it it's a huge ass pull with the weird force connection that they have, and they don't explain it until the ninth movie, the dichotomy of the force or whatever but the concept of having two characters from opposing sides that could be total equals that have just you know chosen to go different paths was really interesting for me and i like that I, I liked that there was this opposition between parallels that felt really nice to see the way it was handled was really stupid uh just about as stupid as ryan johnson trying to say that you know 
Ray's parents were no one, and they had no relevance to the story whatsoever. And having that one weird scene where that little homeless kid was sweeping and he like caught the broom with the force that that was stupid also but ray and kylo it's it it works for me i'm i'm not upset about it uh tanner would would you like to tackle this first or do you did you just want me to speak for for us collectively look this movie sucks ass kellen can take it away <laughs> g money not only are you so fucking wrong, but I have never heard something more offensive in my entire life than saying that Kylo Ren and Rey work. They don't fucking work. There's no aspect about them that fucking works. You are the same person who said that you thought that there was nothing between Finn and Rey, despite the blatantly obvious hints in the first movie that Rey and Finn had something going. That was I interesting. No, shut up. Shut it. up. Shut your whore mouth. No, you do not get to say that you don't buy that Finn and Ray would work, but you'll believe that this that Ray, after watching Kylo Ren kill ben, uh, Han Solo, the guy that she saw as a father figure, would then go, "Yeah, no, I trust this dude. This is cool." And don't get me because started on the well. They talk about that and they address it. Yeah, they address it stupidly. Kylo Ren basically just goes, "I killed him because he was weak," like, and then fucking Ray just goes, "Uh, I disagree." Uh, like shut the fuck up they don't work there's no chemistry whatsoever and not only is there no chemistry whatsoever they have the most forced connection in any movie i've ever watched and i've watched blade runner the connection between the two of them in this movie is literally unfathomable because they just basically put them into a corner like they're two fucking barbie dolls and go no kiss there's nothing redeemable about the fucking quote-unquote chemistry that isn't there between kylo ren and ray it was stupid it was a bad idea and it took away from the movie the connection that they have in this movie alone just looking at episode eight and i still fucking hate ryan johnson um (laughs) it the reason that i like it is because it isn't inherently a romantic relationship and that sounds stupid because every movie is just selling couples and selling this relationship that you want to buy from episode seven i didn't see that with finn and ray i just saw two people who wanted to survive and they they got close absolutely but i just i didn't see them together uh i will backtrack on my statement with han solo being ray's dad because yes that is a thing Uh, to me at least that's how she can view him she also knew him for like two hours before he died (laughs) Like, there's a mourning process, sure, and you should be freaked out that... Yeah, but it's know, like losing an idol. Your dad. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, humanize your idols, right? Um, with Kylo and Rey in this movie alone, they've just... It's, it's not inherently a relationship that it they sucks. have. It like a, a <laughs> Like, a, a romantic relationship. Like, it just works that they can just be people that are connected, right? Or, like... See, I would be fine with that if I didn't Mm. know that they were absolutely trying to shoehorn in a romantic angle. What you're describing is the directors and the writers failed attempt at putting in a romantic angle between the two of them. What you're calling them being two people is just their absolute lack of any chemistry. Fair. And I, I can agree to that, especially with what comes after this movie. This movie stinks. We didn't finish it for a reason. Leia fucking flying through space was one of the most fucking like, oh, one of the most offensive garbage things I've ever seen in a film. And the fact that they went, yeah, we should probably make another one after how bad that movie was. And the fact that I know people who still think this is a somewhat decent film eats away at me. This movie is worse than any of the prequel movies. This movie is worse than the Star Wars Christmas special. 
I want George Lucas to do to this film what he did to the Star Wars Christmas special, and that's find every copy of it ever made, have it destroyed, and then pretend it never happened. This movie stinks. This movie's a zero out of ten for me. Don't put it in the discount bin because that's too high of an honor. Throw it into the fiery pits of hell where it belongs. Fuck this movie. Before we end off on this, I just want to say... There's so many scenes in this movie where you can pull away the Star Wars title and it would just be another, you know, sci-fi, big-budget, blockbuster movie. Like you, And it would work better that way. Probably would. Especially that scene where we ended it, where they're riding on those horses? Oh, the stupid, like, knockoff Chocobo things. Wh- yeah. Whatever those are. That's where we ended the movie. Because we just could not fathom another second of it. This movie stinks. It's a zero. It. it I would. Eh, I would give it a one because it has some cool CGI. But yeah, throw it. Throw it in the discount bin. I will say this though about that scene. Um, I think that if under the context of a Star Wars movie, it doesn't work, especially under the context of this movie. Um, but if you were to throw that scene into like a S- Star Wars. Um, I want to say off brand, but kind of like a Rogue One type movie. I feel like it would have fit a lot better. Um, I definitely don't agree with that actress getting death threats over that oh, character. Well, no, that's a bit not. of a yikes. I know none of us are saying that, obviously. I'm just saying, like, even though I hate this movie, that was a bit far. Maybe maybe don't do that. Star Wars fans. Just a thought. Um, but yeah, I, I just think that that scene was so misplaced. Um yeah, still a 0 out of 10. Fiery pits of hell. G-Money, you're wrong. This movie stunk. Um, I'm not giving it a passing grade by any means, because I still hate this movie. But I'm giving it a 4. Because there are still elements to the movie that I do like. It, there's very few of them. <laughs> but it's still there. And it's not enjoyable. Just don't watch it. Just go from seven to nine or just don't watch them. Don't even don't, go to no, nine. No, 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 don't no, 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 no. What are you nine. saying? Hold up. What do you mean? You watch episode seven and then you stop. <laughs> That's <laughs> To be it. fair, I haven't seen episode nine since it came out. And uh, you still are. The fact that you're still saying that despite the fact that you've seen the movie. Come on. Yeah. We'll we'll get into this. Um. It gets a 4 out of 10. It's a discount bin. It's like a $2 like value movie that you could just pick up and steal and we wouldn't even notice. That's such a shame <laughs> that we're talking that we're saying this about Star Wars that a Star Wars movie could be a $2 pickup. That's it's a shame. Dude, this is one of those movies where it's so bad that at the store we are like including it in purchases. We're like, oh, what's that? You you're renting like a VHS copy of like, I don't know, sudden impact, sudden death, sudden death. Like you're 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 renting sudden death, Jean Claude Van Damme. Okay, hey, you know you're a respected customer, so I'm very sorry to do this, but uh, look, man, we got like 500 copies of this fucking Star Wars movie. We got to get rid of. You're getting a free copy. Like that's how bad this movie is. You know, you know what? I'm creating a new term for this movie. This is the type of movie that would be in a milk crate outside the store where you walk in that says like 25 cents because we just want to get rid of them. The milk, the the milk crate, <laughs> the milk it's, crate. It's like one of those. It's a shitty promotion where it's like buy a box of Smarties, get Star Wars. Episode <laughs> three. Buy two like airheads and get Star Wars episode eight. Anyways, uh, let let's let's go to um, to, to episode nine. Do we have to? I want to start this one. Uh, okay, let's go. Um, if you guys didn't know, the way that Palpatine got revealed to be the main villain in episode nine didn't come from a press release, or a commercial, or from the movie itself, or any standard form of media whatsoever. Palpatine was revealed to be the villain in Star Wars Episode Nine through a promotional Fortnite event. What? Really? Wait, really? Yes. I remember. 
I remember them. I remember hearing about a promotional Fortnite event. I didn't know that's how they revealed Palpatine. Yes. And it wasn't until like a week later that the guy who plays Palpatine did like this huge press release talking about it. I know you guys can't see me right now, but just know that the moment that the words Fortnite event left G Money's mouth, <laughs> I was enraged. I have no comment. All, all I remember, so I, I didn't play Fortnite at the time. I do play it very casually, um, but I remember seeing a video of someone talking about it. And from what I remember, it was just Palpatine's laugh. And I think there was like an Imperial starship in the sky in, in, within Fortnite. Uh, I, I think that was it. Man, that stinks. Like this movie. Yeah. Ba, 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 ba. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so episode nine came out in 2019, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Um, I, I, I saw this when it came out. I'm pretty sure I saw it on Christmas Day. I don't remember anymore. Uh, I remember being disappointed when I came out of the theater. I remember thinking, like, man, this is stinky. <laughs> there were, th you know, like everything i've said about seven and eight there were things that i liked and there were things that i really hated one of the things that really bugged me was that i thought that um captain phasma was gonna come back i i didn't think she actually died in episode eight i thought they were gonna like have this huge review we didn't even talk back. about that yeah. no i kind of didn't want to because i'm really disappointed about it captain phasma is kind of a lame villain yeah, but she could have been so cool. She was like she every wasn't. character that we met in the first movie. She had so much potential. And she just dies in episode eight. Like she falls in something. Gets, I don't remember gets anymore. Bumped Maybe it's on the head explosion. by Finn. <laughs> Basically. Um, so I, I kept waiting for her to come back and fight Finn and have like a one-on-one -on -one duel. And that never happened. And that was a huge disappointment for me. This movie's also incredibly long. Like so so, so long. long so so like long life stealingly slow um what happens in this movie so <laughs> ray is revealed to be a palpatine because she's the daughter of a i would just like to of... say this uh before we continue for anyone curious uh if me and g money sound forgetful it's because g money didn't do this i did this g money just didn't get a chance to watch it i refused to put myself through this movie again. So the only one who has a fresh perspective is Tanner. And I think he's the worst off of the three of us. I watched it last night. I'm not having a good day. Uh, <laughs> G money. I, I, I think you got cut off there. So continue. Yeah. Okay. So, so from what I remember, there is a thing that Ray needs to find, uh, the, the wayfinder or whatever it's called to, be a map to Palpatine, I think. Like, this whole movie is such a mess. And I remember the first half of it is just like this shitty side quest where they just have to go to different planets and find a thing. So they end up on generic sand planet 12 and they have to go into a, a, a quicksand pile and then there's like underground caverns. Not but before the that, there was like a huge party in the sand. It's because the the end of the the join or like the uh, the arrive on the planet and they're talking to the locals that are like having a party and they're all jamming. And then the first orders there as well. And they start like seeing the suspicious activities by Ray in them. And then a mysterious mass character shoots an arrow and kills a stormtrooper. And he's like, come with me. I can show you, uh, I don't know, the map or something. And then he takes the helmet off and it's Lando. And I was like, bro, that stinks. Right. Yep, I hated that. Right, that happened. That needed to happen. And then they get in that chase scene that goes on for a little bit too long. And then Finn makes the, or not Finn, not just Finn, but like the entire cast makes the the incredibly funny joke of when they see the stormtroopers using jetpacks. They're like, they fly now. <laughs> they can fly now. And John, <laughs> John Bayega, the guy who plays Finn, in an interview quite literally says oh but they've been doing that since the clone wars because he was a big star wars fan when he was a kid so like he knows Tanner, they can fly now yeah they can fly now 
Man, and then, yeah, and then, like, once the chase scenes end, they, they fall into the quicksand, they fall into an underground tunnel, and then we see this snake creature, which has yeah. the dagger. Like, yeah. And then Ray is like, check this out. And then she <laughs> force heals it, which came out of nowhere, and I remember being in the theater. Oh, yeah. I was in the theater, and I was going like, this stinks, this sucks, this is awful. Yep. Why, yep. why would they just bring, why would they just be like, Oh, you can heal people now. Just touch them. The power of love. Like, like City has said, she must have learned the tr- the training of Darth Plagueis the Wise. He could keep those uh, he loved alive, but not himself. Now we okay, know that okay, Ray's okay, okay. a Sith. So, so they fight the 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 snake. Whatever they get the dagger. I remember they go above ground, and then either. Kylo Ren uses lightning on Rey, or Rey uses it on no, no, no. Kylo. No, no, no. The Imperial, the Imperial troopers ca- uh, capture Chewie, and they bring him into a into a ship. And while they're flying flying away, Rey starts to use the Force to try and hold them back. But then Kylo comes up and he's like, "Nah," and then tries to use his Force to push them away. And then when they're in that battle, then Rey uses the lightning fingers out of nowhere and blows the ship up. Right, and it was like really sad for one scene, but then it immediately cuts to the fact that Chewbacca was alive. Bro, I wasn't even sad. As soon as I saw the ship explode, I was like, yeah, he's not dead. That's not the same ship. They yeah. wouldn't do that. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> believable at all. The whole the whole dagger map thing, that's like some Laura Croft Tomb Raider type beat. <laughs> like, that was stupid. Okay, here's my biggest gripe in, in this. Well, not my biggest, but one of my biggest gripes in this movie, and I, I am kind of skipping ahead here just because thinking about this movie is so exhausting (laughs) but general hux general fucking hux don't get me wrong i have to say credit to his actor because this character was consistently an annoying asshole but the fact that he becomes a spy for the rebels Solely because he was like, I don't want Kylo to win. And then he's killed by some nobody that they introduced in this movie. Was so like, are you fucking kidding me? They're really doing anything to wrap this story up, huh? Like the dude who who yelled, this will be the last day of the Republic or whatever the fuck he said. And then they blow up like five fucking planets is the dude who's also going to be like, yeah, I don't actually care about uh the like our side winning at all i just want kylo ren to lose like what the fuck that was so dumb that was such a pointless unnecessary like turn of events for a character who honestly could have also been a lot more than he was this entire film franchise is nothing but missed opportunities and everything about this movie just exemplifies that one thing that I do want to add in on that is that when we were watching episode seven, I was the one who brought up that Hux was a spy because in my recollection, he was always a spy, but it wasn't revealed until episode nine. So I was like, wow, that's so cool. And then, uh, you know, we we watched the scene where he just blows up a planet with people on it. And we're like, oh, no, not a spy, just a just a loser just character just development loser. for no reason uh i want to fast forward because i feel like there's a lot of nonsense that happens between x and y so chewbacca doesn't die and then some shit happens that probably takes up like over an hour there's a lot of talking between ray and kylo using the force and ray goes oh to fight God. palpatine and he's like hooked up to like the GLaDOS machine from Portal. Like he can't walk by himself. Oh, we also need to mention that Palpatine's a clone. Right. He's not even the original. And wow, way to miss every fucking opportunity with your main villain. The the main villain of like all of the Skywalker saga. And you're like, nah, he, he's not even the real one. You want to know? You want to know how they reveal like in the movie? How that Palpatine's come back. This is the this is quote. This is the line. Poe says this when they're all in like a meeting on like the the rebel uh, base. He's like, somehow Palpatine's returned. 
That is quote. I'm actually going to vomit. <laughs> That's the best they could come up. They couldn't come up with a reason why Palpatine returned the writers. They just wanted, they were just like, hey, bring him back. And then they were Fuck like, it. Palpatine's yeah. really important to Star Wars. What if he was alive? <laughs> they couldn't even just bother to make like a new interesting villain. They just had and to rely like, off of something that's already old and then he's not even like he's not interesting in this movie either he's just palpatining and he looks like a candle and that's my other problem with palpatine coming back like they so they they didn't get off enough ruining luke then they almost ruined darth vader because the whole point of darth vader killing palpatine was that vader was turning back to anakin and was proving the prophecy was true he was the chosen one he brought balance to the force and now you're fucking telling me that emperor palpatine aka darth sidious was just like yeah i'm just gonna clone myself just in case i'm dead but like, what like what the fuck it made no sense that this 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 fucking movie stinks. Who? And we haven't even talked about like the worst part about it, which is near the end. Oh yeah. There's also who 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 in their right mind writing this script was like, "Okay, Palpatine's on this planet, all right? He's <laughs> he's uh, he's in this pyramid." And he's got 10,000 Star Destroyers with cannons equipped to them that have the power of the Death Star. Who was like, yeah, this is good. Yeah, this yeah, this, this is sick. They definitely like did a line of coke and then mad-libbed <laughs> this movie. This was just like an episode of Whose Line Is It Anyways? <laughs> they were just like, all right, what classic enemy can we call back on? Uh, General Grievous? No, he died. Uh, Count Dooku? Nope, he's definitely dead. Yo, what if we brought back Palpatine because lol Palpatine? I just don't understand. I even, I even said to you guys, I was I was honestly surprised that we didn't see some more stupid shit where they were like, yeah, General Grievous came back and his excuse for not being dead was just, I upgraded my battle armor again. Don't need a heart anymore, LOL. What if the main villain, what if they just completely fucked up this movie and they're like, what if we just bring back every villain? Like... Count Dooku's alive, and uh, Darth Maul comes back, and he's got his gross-looking spider legs, and he's running around <laughs> with those. What if it was Jar Jar? What if? Yeah. What if it was Jar Jar? What if Jar Jar was the one who raised the ten thousand starships from the ground? <laughs> Fine, Misa destroyed the Republic myself. <laughs> Yeah, this movie stinks. Uh, I actually, watching this last night, I was in agony. This was awful. What was the part that we have to get to, though? Because I know there's more that we have to talk about. Oh, Tanner. All right. So we you're kind of opening Pandora's box here. <laughs> um, from <laughs> what I remember is after Ray goes to confront Palpatine and she's revealed to be the daughter of another failed defective clone or whatever. Um, and Kylo Ren has to show up on the planet because he cares about her and maybe also wants to throw out the Emperor or something. And there's that really, really fucking stupid scene where it, he's surrounded by the Knights of Ren, which are just absolute garbage and I'm still mad that nothing happened with them. And he just pulls a lightsaber out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. And does that stupid little, yep. like, what are you going to do about it, shrug. <laughs> and then kills all six Knights of Ren in 30 fucking seconds. He doesn't just pull the lightsaber. And then just the, keeps going. He doesn't just pull the lightsaber out of nowhere. It's that because Ray and him have that connection where they can just hand each other things through the force. Because that's canon, apparently. They can do that. Because convenient plot development. <laughs> yeah, that's that CPD. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Every, like, there's so many points of this movie where I would just be like, man, this, this stinks. This is awful. Going to see this in the theaters, this is the first movie people have, yeah, like, audibly <laughs> booed. Yep. Like, I walked out well, of there going like, yeah, this, this was awful. Here's my thing. Like, we are, even in this movie, it, it reiterates it. The Force is not some, like, magical teleportation device. 
The Force is the energy of all things. It's the mitochlorians. Shut the fuck up. But yeah, it's like the, the mitochondria f- of the Force. <laughs> it's the powerhouse of the cell. But like, it's the Force is the energy between all things, the good and the bad. And the fact that they took that and were like, hey, yo. What if we made it so that Kylo Ren could deliver his Dunkin' Donuts order <laughs> to fucking Ray across the galaxy? Because LOL is so stupid and doesn't make any sense. So after all that, Ray kills Palpatine and then she's hurt and fucking Kylo comes over and he heals her. And then what do they do? They suck face, baby. Hell yeah. Make out scene for literally no reason. And people try to argue, well, it it was platonic. Uh, bro, I'm pretty sure the actors were using tongue, okay? There was nothing platonic. But anyway, that was pointless. It didn't need to happen. And then, and then what happens? Oh, well, Kylo dies. Because fuck you, LOL. Like, just... So much cringe. Now, I can't tell if we're going off like the because they used like the force healing to heal like uh, Kylo Ren used the force heal to heal Ray. Mm. I don't think was he injured like he wasn't dying because he walked over and sat down and used the force to heal her. And then he died. I I think he was. I think he was hurt, but like, I don't remember to the extent I think that he, I think he was dying and he like gave the last of his life to heal her. Okay. But if we're going off that, if you're giving your life, if you have to give your life, like a bit of your health to like heal someone else, then why didn't like Ray become ill after healing that snake? Maybe she had lots of life. Like she I, was at full <laughs> health. I also love how, so we're going off, um, the lore of this movie is that uh, Luke started up a Jedi temple and that's who trained Ben Solo, a.k.a. Kylo Ren, in the ways of the Force. Um, No one fucking knew how to Force heal before. If they did, I'm pretty sure Obi-Wan would have saved Kaigon Jinn and like a bunch of other shit. So you're telling me that fucking Kylo Ren just knows how to force heal, or even the most atrocious thing, which is my biggest problem with this entire fucking series. How the fuck does Rey know how to use the force? Like at all, right? She wasn't trained at all. Anakin Skywalker, according to lore, is the strongest force user ever. And I get that they were trying to build up Kylo to maybe be one. And now obviously they're supposed to do it with Rey, but even he had to be trained. Why the fuck is Rey just able to be like, yeah, I I just know how to use the force. Um." It just works because she's a Mary Sue character that's needed to progress the plot. It's the biggest example of convenient plot development in any movie ever is Ray just suddenly being like, I can use the force, lol. And also just saying the part of this film that pisses me off the most is when that stupid fucking bitch goes. I'm Ray. Ray who? Ray Skywalker. Shut the actual fuck up. It was clever, and she took the name to carry it on. Shut I hate up. this movie. I'm never going to respect this movie. I'm never going to respect people that like this movie. This is another zero out of ten. If the last one was the milk crate, where we're just like, please, just take these. These movies are being used as coasters around the store like we're using brand new copies of these movies to like balance out uneven tables like this movie stinks send this to the pits of hell give it the same treatment as the star wars christmas fucking special and just wipe it off the face of the earth it stunk this trilogy stunk overall this trilogy's going in the discount bin which i think is being generous considering how bad it is this is the type of fucking trilogy where despite the fact that there are three movies each almost three hours in length we would be selling this for like 5.99 just to get rid of it it stinks it's awful 
No one should watch these movies outside of episode seven. These movies are far worse than the prequels. And anyone who disagrees with me can fucking at me on Twitter. I will debate this all day long because these movies stink. I'd rather watch episode two three times in a row than ever watch episode eight or nine ever again. Fuck these movies. These movies stunk. I have nothing else to say. Fuck you, Kylo Ren. Fuck you, Ray. Fuck whoever made these fucking movies. Fuck you, Finn, but to a lesser extent because they ruined your character. And Han Solo had the best fate of anyone involved in these movies because he got to fucking die and not be involved as much. Before I go on a tangent and say what I think about this whole thing, uh, there's a scene where there, like, it's the final battle scene. And the rebels arrive and they decide to land their ship on on the wing of of a star destroyer and they ride off into this battle with horses on the side <laughs> I remember of, this scene on the side of the star destroyer okay there's people driving these things why didn't they just be like oh there's something going on there let's just uh, tilt a bit and then like let gravity go at it bro this makes because no, no, plot development this movie makes no sense this thing sucks. This 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 licks nuts. It's a it's a discount bin. This whole again, the whole trilogy is a discount bin. Like there's only there's only one that's even genuine. Like the little is a bit watchable. The others you wouldn't even like you shouldn't even bother with. Because if you're into Star Wars at any capacity, that isn't just like, oh, I just watched the Disney films then you're going to be you're going to be angry you're going to be furious you're going to become me <laughs> you don't want that <laughs> <laughs> so this yeah trilogy i'd give this like out of like if i was to rank the whole trilogy uh 2 out of 10 easy like 2 the whole out of trilogy 10. for me is a 3 a 3 okay i think for episode 9 um i okay so so it doesn't get a pass. Let me just don't get angry yet. Um, I thought going into this that I was going to have much higher opinions for all three of these movies because I haven't thought too critically about them uh, since watching them each. And I, I had some memories, like some fond memories of watching episode nine. I, I know that I came out of the theater upset, but I was like, yeah, you know, like, you know, I'm sure there are some good parts to this, but after rereading the plot and talking with you guys about what I remembered, there's not a lot to this movie that sounds good or was thought about at all. And it's it's really dumb. Ray gets a yellow lightsaber at the end of the movie because he's a guardian now, and that's like something only like extended universe star wars fans would get and i only know that because a youtube video explained it to me because i'm a common consumer i just want to watch your movie and i think the only way that i could ever watch episode 9 again as much as i do like kylo ren and i think it's stupid that he died um i could only ever watch this movie again if i had like completely shut off my brain I can't think. I'm just looking at the pretty moving picture. This movie gets a 3 out of 10. And I'm really upset that I'm that I'm giving it that mark or grade because I I really thought that I enjoyed this trilogy more than I did. Thank you for admitting that, G Money. That's all we yeah, need to Yeah, thank you. Hear. I respect that. So overall, what would you give the trilogy then? Of course, Tanner gave it a two. I gave it a three. What would you give it? Off of sheer principle, I want to give it a five. Because, again, it, it does really start off strong. It's still kind of lame and campy, but, you know, it, you come out of the gate running and then you just trip and fall and you get stepped on. <laughs> no. And then another race starts and you get stepped on again. <laughs> you trip, you fall, you keep falling. No, no, no. You yeah. trip, you fall, you land on a landmine, <laughs> and then your corpse gets trampled. <laughs> yeah, anyway, that uh, that does it for the sequel movies, for the discount bin. And if I sound very defeated right now, it's because I am. I don't feel good about this. Oh my God, I'm 
We got him, Kellen. So just before we wrap up, uh, I want to get your guys' complete rundown on each trilogy. Where would you rank them and which ones did you like the best? Okay, so if we're like, I'll go chronologically. So I'll start with the prequels. I would I would give the prequels a a, a mid shelf because like episode one is okay. It's fine. Um, episode two. You, you already know what we think about episode two. Uh, and then episode three is great. So I would say it's a bit shelf. Uh, the original trilogy, I would... This is going to differ from what I said in the last episode. But after watching the new, tri- the new trilogy, my opinions has changed completely. I haven't seen these movies in a while. So it, it took that shock factor. for It, it needed to shock me uh, so that I could uh, un- that I could give this this rating. But the... Uh, Original trilogy is a top shelf. It's so much better. And this trilogy, bottom shelf, not even bottom shelf, dude, discount bin. Because it just had it has two movies that stink bum fart. And then <laughs> one movie that is at least watchable. G Money. If if I remember correctly, and I don't, because I don't have my scores on me. Uh I think after watching the original trilogy, I ranked the prequel trilogy just slightly higher than the original trilogy. And now that we're adding the sequel trilogy into the mix, it it doesn't change anything in that regard. Like, I still really enjoyed everything about prequels. Uh, the original trilogy is just kind of classic, campy, 70s, 80s uh, sci-fi. I'm with Tanner. Like, these are in the discount bin. You can just go to Walmart and just pick up a value pack of them <laughs> star wars family pack and then it's like for two bucks you get all three new trilogy <laughs> honestly you're like paying for the toque that comes in the package <laughs> the and you just get the movies bro you're paying for the plastic that encases the movies you're paying for the oxygen that arrives in the dvd case <laughs> um for me i'm going original trilogy top shelf prequel trilogy top shelf this trilogy discount bin i've said it before i do have a bit of a nostalgic um preference to the prequels uh over the original trilogy but i just think from a strictly movie perspective um episodes one and two are a lot of fun if you're like me and you're a real big fan of lightsaber duels that's what you get out of the prequels better than any other like trilogy in the franchise Um, can't go wrong with the original trilogy, of course, and I kind of treat this trilogy like I treat the fourth Indiana Jones movie. It didn't happen, I'm never going to acknowledge it, and it's not canon. So, throw it in the discount bin, don't even talk about it, don't even think about it, forget it exists. Which kind of leads to, uh, me reminding you guys that next episode we are reviewing the Indiana Jones trilogy. So, look forward to that i guess yeehaw i think we could all use a pick me up of an actually good film trilogy after the soul crushing garbage that was this one emphasis on the trilogy word because (laughs) trilogy the fourth movie didn't happen there is no fourth indiana jones movie they made the third one and it's over but shia labeouf shut up And on that note, for the discount bin, I'm Kellen. I'm Tanner. And I'm Jeffrey. And we'll see you at the store next time. Well, after a long and perilous journey, it would seem that our heroes know one thing for sure. The store will not be stocking up on the Star Wars sequels anytime soon. From a galaxy far, far away, the discount bin thanks you for tuning in for Star Wars Month. Yo, fuck you, Shia LaBeouf. How could you do this to me?